Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Obsession Podcast. This week, once again, Christopher, say hello to the people. Hi, I'm Chris. We are continuing our bracket. This week, we do the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8, and Chris gives us some awesome insight on how much he hates the alliteration and how the NCAA does the rounds. Uh, but we 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 have some pretty heated debates this week, um, and it's a lot more in-depth than last week, and I get better at analyzing things. That's a teaser for the end when I don't know how to say a word. But yeah, nice, hope nice you enjoy back. it. So the tournament has six rounds? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, it is, so somehow I got it in my head that we were doing the first two rounds last week and that we were just doing the rest of it today. No, we're doing the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8. I, you know, I'm going to be honest, I fucking hate all this alliteration. Why? I don't know. <laughs> like, Sweet 16 feels weird in a professional basketball tournament to me. Like, Elite 8 also feels like a stretch. Final 4 and Top 2, those are just words. But the other two is like, okay, you you, you could have at least done something for 32 and 64. Nah, that's just the first round and the second round. <laughs> that's so dumb just, if you're gonna stretch for elite eight then just do the whole thing but chris they're elite no <laughs> they're not any more elite than the people that were in the tournament in the first place you're right to give context today uh is the first round of the actual elite eight i think for both the men's and the women's tournament so i think they've caught up to each other um Sweet 16 games were over the weekend. Pretty shit, not gonna lie. They weren't great, Um, but that's kind of just what usually happens when you get to the second weekend, is the games aren't as good. Uh, But, you know, shout out to the uh, Indiana Hoosiers women's team making it to their first ever Elite Eight, and they're playing tonight, so go Hoosiers. I looked at a bracket earlier this morning, and uh, I should have bet on Gonzaga, I think. Yeah, probably. Um, I I always like to meme on Gonzaga because I think their name is dumb, but they're 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 a first seed. They so. were they were easily the number one team going in, and they are they have proven it up until this point. So, yeah, it would have been a good bet. Yeah, maybe would have been making more money than you. Oof, ouch! I'm still like plus twenty five bucks overall for the tournament. Yeah, I okay. did not have if Oral Roberts had won. On Saturday, I'd be sitting pretty, but they didn't. They lost on a buzzer beater, and it you hate to see it. Maybe by the time the tournament's over, you can buy yourself an ice cream. <laughs> if I'm only so lucky. <laughs> I don't have much faith. So yeah, we're picking up with part two of our own bracket here that will hopefully not take quite as long as the first two rounds, but we we are getting more into some heavy hitters, and that's making some things more difficult, and uh, other things are just never going to be hard. I don't think I will have a lot of analysis that is literally just saying the name of the franchise this week. Um, <laughs> so if you hated that, as I did, cause you're in luck. You won't have to hear me do that this week. <laughs> Yeah, same, since uh, Dark Souls is already out. <laughs> Are we just jumping into this shit? Yeah, I think so. So, the first one, uh, we have Mario versus Mortal Kombat. And, uh, unfortunately for Mortal Kombat, this is one of those that I don't think is going to be that hard. Yeah, I I wish that Mortal Kombat could give it uh, a better fight. <laughs> but no, um, I think Mario kind of just x-ray finishes stage elimination whatever analogy of mortal Kombat you want to use uh yeah i don't think this one's that close you sound like you're writing for a local news station that just doesn't quite get it <laughs> welcome to me <laughs> you just described my life um it's got some of the most iconic fighting game characters next to Street Fighter. Although I would probably argue, oh shit, what do we give? 
Street Fighter was what? Uh, 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 a three seed? Yeah, Street Fighter was a three seed. Mortal Kombat was a four. I think that's. I think that's. I think fine. that's fine. I, I'd say Street Fighter has a, more memorable characters, but we'll get to that later. Anyway, I don't really know how much we want to spend on this. We kind of talked about Mortal Kombat a good a bit in the last round. That'll be something to watch too. How much do we just regurgitate shit we said last week? <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it, it has been a whole week and possibly some change since we talked about some of these. Yeah, but I, I think uh, it's kind of safe to just move Mario on and yeah. save our time for some of the more interesting matchups. And and just because it's an easy finish for Mario, uh, you know, that's not to put down how good Mortal Kombat is or how iconic Mortal Kombat is, especially when... It's one of the few franchises to have broken through and gotten several movies, including a new one. So, I mean, it's it's pretty prominent in the cultural zeitgeist, especially when you consider characters like all of the ninjas, basically. But it's Mario. I do think if it was on the bottom half of this bracket, it would have had a shot of getting to the Elite Eight, but... Yeah, no, there there was absolute potential for Mortal Kombat to get to the Elite Eight. I, I can't see it in the Final Four. But it could have had a shot at the Elite Eight. That's that's the thing that happens, man. You get the bad luck of the draw sometimes in the tournament, and you just go up against your Goliath, even when you yeah, yourself you are good. <laughs> All right, so Mario moves on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this next one, we have Resident Evil versus GTA. In their own way, titans of their own genre. Yes, very much so. I mean, I, I would argue GTA has just... I, I mean, shit. There's, what, two parody games now of GTA? I mean, Crackdown now is essentially a parody game of GTA, and so is Saints Row. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, also two pretty well-known franchises in the open-world mobster blow-shit-up genre. Not necessarily mobster, but they all kind of play off that gang violence stuff. But I, I don't think this one's that close either. I think it's GTA pretty substantially. But as I've already said, I haven't played many Resident Evil games, so I don't have a strong bias towards that franchise at all. Yeah, I I think an argument is in existence to say that Resident Evil is more iconic than GTA. But I think in recent years, the argument loses weight when you consider the popularity of GTA Online. Oh my god, yes. I, I didn't even think about GTA Online and what it's done for how iconic it's just made, even more iconic it's made GTA. Because GTA Online is pretty much the same conversation we've been having about Fortnite or Minecraft, where that alone has skyrocketed uh, GTA's placement among people who play video games. Where, like, I mean, there are people who I believe wrongfully think that Rockstar is never going to make a proper video game again because GTA Online is so lucrative for them. Is that really conversation that's happening? I mean, conversation I have with dumb people. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, because I was saying I'm pretty sure they're working on GTA Six right now. Um. So whoever's thinking that, ch check yeah, people yourself. People were telling me this uh, before Red Dead Two came out. And oh, so they've already been proven wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's just to illustrate that GTA Online is a goddamn cash cow for Rockstar. Oh, my and God. it does show in the fact that we haven't had a new GTA in something like eight years, which for the franchise thus far was pretty unheard of, that GTA 5 as a game has lasted now for three generations of consoles. I mean, it's it, I didn't think it, it outlasted GTA 4 because GTA 4 almost made it. It was like an eight-year run because I think that came out in 2007. Was when GTA 4 came out. So, I mean, they just don't make them that often, which I think is part of the charm. But one of the things that I would also say is that even if you just take GTA 5 out, I still think I could give it to GTA over Resident Evil. Simply because, like, there's not a game on here, I don't think, that has made more national headlines than GTA. Right, yeah. Resident Evil, uh, I, I do believe, has garnered some criticism, but it's mostly generic criticism that comes off of games like Mortal Kombat, where uh, no one points to Resident Evil and says, this game is corrupting our children. 
However, they might point to a rogues gallery of video games to say these games are ruining our children. And there would be a sh- a, a scene from one of the Mortal Kombat games. I know that because I've seen it. When they're talking about violent video games, they do a lot of times show some scenes from a Resident Evil game. Right. Now, if we were talking about most memorable moments in a video game, then Resident Evil 1 has the hallway where the dogs jump in through the window, and that's like one of the scariest moments in the original Resident Evil. I I think Resident Evil does have an iconicness to it, but... Not necessarily on the level of GTA. And, and like you were pointing out with St. Row and Crackdown, GTA has influenced the open-world uh, vehicle-based video game. <laughs> That's not a genre, but you know yeah. what I mean. I mean, like, even Mafia GTA has had like that. GTA has had more influence on its own genre than I think Resident Evil has. Oh, yeah. Not to say Resident Evil isn't influential, but when it comes to survival horror games it's sharing the spotlight with games like silent hill or uh god i i had another one but you know what i mean yeah um i mean uh oh oh evil within does that count now they have two games Uh, don't they evil within i would consider a product of the influence not on its own with them influential about outlast the same okay too new Okay. But yeah, I just don't just I think we can we can put this one to bed. I think it's GTA. Resident Evil puts up a decent fight in this one, but you know, final score of this one is Resident Evil stays close at the half. GTA pulls away in the second half. Final score like 80 to 70. You know, sports ball. You constructing a narrative about the uh, metaphorical game these are playing makes me feel better about Resident Evil losing. I should have done this for all of them, but we would have been here an extra hour last week. Like, the Mario Mortal Kombat one is Mario's up front early and never looks back. Final score of, like, 85 to 70 again. Like, they just kind of kick their ass. They're up by 15 the whole time. <laughs> Wow, I'm doing this way too easily. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so yeah, GTA into the Elite Eight. So now we're at the bottom half of the left side, and we have Tetris versus League of Legends. I want this one to be closer, but as someone who doesn't really like League of Legends that much, it's really hard for me to say that League of Legends could beat Tetris. Because I still, I think League of Legends is that type of gaming franchise that if you play games, you know about it. If you don't, you have no idea what the fuck it is. And that is not the case for Tetris. Like, as we said last week, everybody knows Tetris. Right, I agree. And, uh, you know, people who really, really like League of Legends and play a lot of League of Legends, I might be wrong when I say this, but, you know, we're talking about iconicness, which comes with a sense of generality that you need to appeal to the public with. I don't think League of Legends has, like, a core cast of characters. They don't have personalities that represent League of Legends. League of Legends brand is kind of just the name League of Legends. Nobody thinks about Summoner's Rift. It's the map. Nobody thinks about Lux. At, at the most, like I pointed out last week, I think Jinx is the most recognizable. But, I mean, even that is, you know, unfortunately, such a generic name that, you know, shares a name with one of the more popular characters of our childhood in uh, the Teen Titans Jinx from the cartoon. League of Legends exists in gaming culture and is a juggernaut of the industry. But, you know, again, compared to something like Tetris, for iconicness, unfortunately, every legend in League doesn't stand up to four squares put together. True. And also the fact that a more, even more iconic Jinx is a Pokemon, and people would recognize the Pokemon over the legend. Are they legends? Also true. What are they called? Heroes? I think they're legends. Also, there's over 100, well over 100, I'm pretty sure by now. So, like, Jesus Christ. Right. But, uh, yeah, so Tetris. So Tetris. This one also, you know, because I'll keep it going at this point, I don't think is <laughs> very close. Uh, I think this one's actually 
I think I think League of Legends gets up early in the first half. They're winning. They're leading at the halftime, but then Tetris is the veteran. You know, it comes storming back, but they probably only win by like seven points. So it's a it's a good seventy four to sixty seven win for Tetris. I have nothing to say to that. And now this one, this is okay. Well, here we got to the probably what will be the most heated one. I I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. But you you have the floor. Yeah. So so this one, <laughs> I I really feel like this is only gonna be heated because it's us talking about it. Yes. And for anyone listening, it's probably way easier. Yes. But even then, I think depending on the person, um, you know, it could go either way. Depending on the person, it's easy for them. True. But for us, it's going to be heated. So we have Sonic versus Halo. And we were talking about this prior. And uh, I, I have been, like, I like to associate titles with their main character. So in my mind, this is Sonic versus Master Chief. But then you're thinking about the franchise where you are Sonic the Hedgehog from Sega Team versus Halo from Xbox, right? Yes. So... What we essentially have here is a franchise that, you know, both of them sold a console. Sonic put the Sega Genesis on the map, and as an icon and a franchise, is the only one to ever really be able to take on Mario. And I would argue, in Mario's prime of the early to mid-90s, when there weren't a whole lot of mascot characters, or... Characters like Crash Bandicoot uh, were just trying to establish themselves in Sony's corral of characters. When the mascot platform was really a thing, uh, Banjo-Kazooie, Sly Cooper, uh, these were all later titles, but still, like, mascots were a thing, but Sonic is the only one that really put up a fight against Nintendo and gave us one of the best feuds between companies I have ever seen. One of my favorite commercials of all time are these Sega Genesis ads where <laughs> a real line in the commercials was uh, Sega does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that's, that's but then, pretty good. Halo not only sold a console, but put Xbox on the map and created the big three that we still talk about between Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. Before Halo... It was only Nintendo and Sony, because by this point, uh, the Sega Dreamcast had failed, the Sega Saturn had failed, and uh, Sega got out of the console game and was just publishing games for everyone else. Uh, But Halo as a property was strong enough to actually bring a third contender that is still around today. So we are, again, talking about two juggernauts, but wildly different concepts. So what what do you think? I think I'm I'm trying to look at some non just like some categories to look at it to compare the two on an even playing field. Because, like, if you look at it from mascot character, like you said, I think it's a push. I don't think, from just the main characters, one is any more iconic than the other. I think, because people look at Sonic, they know Sonic. People look at Master Chief, they know Master Chief. It's not, I, I don't... I agree. I, They're both very strong. I, I, I can't, I couldn't, I can't really give an edge to either one. So then I go to, okay, well, what's, like, a... What's what's an iconic like sound or thing from it? Well, the, I feel like a lot of people would recognize the ring in either getting a ring or when you like get hit and lose rings. People know what that noise is. But then Halo has the iconic intro song where, you know, I, I honestly though, saying that I might have to give the edge on that to Sonic. I think more people would know the. Uh, the ring noise than what would know the halo intro because of sure purely because of yes it's very unique for a game but in the world of music it is not you like squarely oh this is a halo thing like there's how would you what do you describe that kind of singing him singing Sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, but here, I, I can make I can make this a little easier for you. So if we're talking, we we could separate this. We got sound effects. Sound effects. Where for Sonic, that's the rings or the sound of Sonic spinning up for a spin dash. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would say Halo's most iconic sound 
It's the uh, would actually come from the shield recharge. Oh, that yes, 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 yes. Losing, dropping shields and it recharging. Otherwise, you know, Halo shooting guns does have a unique sound to them, but they're all kind of realistic guns until you get to the alien stuff, and even those have kind of a generic sound. Or so the wart 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 from Halo One. Yes, that yeah, that's a good one. Uh. But the guns themselves, I, I, I don't know that I would pick up on that necessarily. Um, but I think the, the shield recharge for me, yeah. that's like the biggest nostalgia factor. Yeah. And, and if we're, uh, I like that you say sound effects. I'm glad my stupid brain couldn't think of that. But yes, if we're going sound effects, I give the edge to Sonic. But if you go overall score, and you might not agree with this, but I give it to Halo. I definitely don't agree with I that. I knew you wouldn't, but I don't haven't played enough or care enough about Sonic to ever say yes, Sonic has better score than Halo. <laughs> yeah, so that that definitely comes down to a taste factor for me. Yeah. Where, you know, I think everyone agrees, this is not a hot take, that even as bad of a game that Sonic can put out, uh, the music is always top notch. But those top-notch tracks are normally the vocal tracks that a lot of times are done by the band Crush 40. Yeah, dude, uh, Sonic Heroes bops. <laughs> and, and that's kind of a mixed bag on whether or not that music is your thing, and it's also wildly different than the stuff that is done for Halo's score. Uh, so I think it's a better argument to say uh, One Last Effort, the track that plays over the end of Halo 3, when you're driving the Warthog, across the exploding halo ring to get into the ship to escape put that track up against the green hill zone theme song and what do people hear more i don't know because i haven't heard the green hill zone song i have no recollection of that okay which is why <laughs> well, but that makes us a hard to, mo- to my point that's why i'd give the edge to halo because i feel like more people it's more of a recency thing more people have recently have played a Halo game and would recognize the score than they would Sonic. I just think that's purely a consequence of Sonic games not having very much prominence outside of diehard fans. And because I don't know people, anyone who just casually is like, oh yeah, I'm waiting for the next Sonic game to come out. Other than like casually, I know you are, but eh. I just, I think on overall score, more recency bias, I'd lean Halo. But see, here's the thing is like, here's another one that I'll give to Sonic, and I'm at the, ultimately going to probably give it to Sonic, and it's going to hurt my heart. But if you go <laughs> ensemble cast of characters, I feel like Sonic still wins because people recognize Tails and Knuckles more than they would. I mean, you got Tails and Knuckles basically up against Sergeant Johnson and Cortana. Yes, Cortana, it probably would beat either, I think could beat knuckles <laughs> from icon being iconic but like sergeant johnson's not beating either tails or knuckles but i think cortana could trade blows in an even match with one of the sonic sides but sergeant johnson's not beating either one of them so then mm. i have to give the edge to sonic on that fuck <laughs> Can, can yeah. Sonic just put out a goddamn good game in the last 10 years so that this is easy? Well, actually, he has. It was called Sonic Mania. Dude, Sonic Heroes is the only good Sonic game. Oh, my God. I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> when, when, we, when we move into an apartment, I need to make you play through every actually good Sonic game because Sonic Heroes is hot ass. Yeah, it is. Is that the one where you're on the lines? Like you're just what? rail ra- rail grinding the whole time. Uh, most Sonic games since Sonic Adventure Two have rail grinding, but like the whole thing was pretty much rail grinding. Well, no, you might be thinking of the right game, but you have an incorrect memory. Yes, very much so. I played this. I rented this game two times as a child, and then Sonic Heroes was the one where you were playing as three characters at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Then that is it. I just have no recollection of the level design in that game it always confused the shit out of me i did love uh yeah. shadow though because you could just black people with shadow that was awesome <laughs> okay fine we'll give it to fucking sonic jesus well, Christ. hold on hold on i think there's something to be said for like you pointed out for the recency bias where it, partly because sonic hasn't put out a good game besides sonic mania in several years it's kind of an argument of foundation 
versus renewed quality. Okay, but here's the other where, thing. Halo hasn't put out a, a good game in a, <laughs> quite a few years, so... Because <laughs> I think in recognizability, Sonic has the edge in the fact that everything is exaggerated, it's bright colors, it came out at a time where you had to set yourself aside from the competition and be recognizable, whereas Halo tried to do a different thing. So I think in groups, Halo is significantly more popular. But is it more popular now than Sonic was in its time? Because well, I, well, you know, I think you'd think have to compare like, apexes. Is Halo at its apex? So right before Halo Three, so like two or two thousand seven Halo, more influential on gaming or more iconic than what Sonic was at its apex, which I don't know, but you might know when when that would be. Probably Sonic Three and Knuckles. What year so is like that? Nineteen ninety four. see, I would almost argue that Halo would have been bigger just because it's more recent. More people are playing games. I think Halo got more people playing video games than what Sonic did. And I think yeah, I could agree with that. And I think Halo had more influence on an entire genre than what Sonic did. I, are there other games that are like Sonic? I mean, I don't play. Sonic games, so I just don't know about that genre. But I mean, the the influence that Bungie had over first person shooters going forward was tremendous. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, if we want to talk about mascot platformers, then obviously there's a ton. Oh, okay. But none of those are stemmed from games like Sonic. Yeah. But if you talk about games that are about speed, about moving forward, Super Monkey Ball. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> also from Sega, ironically. <laughs> oh shit! I don't think I need. To, I don't think I put that together. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I would say that there there is nothing quite exactly like Sonic, unless it's a game purposefully trying to emulate specifically Sonic. Um, as a character, Sonic had uh a vast influence on what mascots would become, what they could be, what their designs became um but as far as gameplay yeah halo defined a lot for the first person shooter genre um you know halo didn't build fps but it built the framework for multiplayer fps console fps halo built the framework for major league gaming Uh, yes i mean it it is i think i think with the way call of duty went uh it would have gotten there eventually but i mean if it weren't for halo's mlg scene like we we don't have the competitive COD scene that we do today. I I I can say that with quite certain a lot of certainty. That was a shitty way of wording that, but I'm very <laughs> yeah, certain of that. Uh, Goldeneye on the N64 walked so Halo could run, you know? and COD could sprint. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, based on my own metrics that I made up, trying to help Halo out, and then. Had Sonic win more of them. <laughs> I think because I did that, I have to move Sonic on, which pains me so. I see what's funny is I was actually kind of leaning towards Halo. Okay, well, fuck it. What are we doing? Are we flipping a fucking coin? <laughs> we convinced each other to pick the other one? <laughs> because I do... Th- see, the only reason why... Mm, I just wish I was of an age where I could take in media in the 90s so I could have been able to experience Sonic at its height because I don't have anything of that to go on so I'm coming up with dumb metrics to try and even the playing field and if I go by that okay yeah I give the edge on some of that but I do think as I've said if we're going more recency shit I still think Halo is Halo's last 10 years edges out the just void we've had in Sonic and helps make the if if Sonic had a bigger apex, it's not as impactful on the head-to-head matchup because of how prevalent and pre- prevalent Halo has been the last fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I will say I am constantly surprised, uh, given how you know kind of obscure Sonic is now as a gaming property. Uh, I am consistently surprised by the amount of people who espouse a love for Sonic, 
exclusively from the fact that the Genesis was their first console. So a lot of people have fond memories of playing Sonic 1, 2, and 3, but then kind of after that point, they dropped off, and maybe they didn't get into the 3D Sonics that came out in the Dreamcast GameCube era. Yeah. I just, this is, okay, I know why I'm going to give it to Sonic. Okay. And that is because of even what you said, given what you said with, like, you know, what you just said, with people kind of fall, a lot of people falling off of Sonic. The character Sonic has kept the franchise alive and in people's minds, even though the gaming franchise side has fallen off. I don't think you could say the same thing for Master Chief and Halo, as Halo has fallen off. I Yes, Master Chief is incredibly iconic and people will always recognize Master Chief. But, I, I mean, other than me being a super fanboy of the series that still follows it, I don't feel like most people give a flying fuck about Halo right now. And to the point of, like, they're apathetic to the franchise in general. And they're like, oh, is it the game with that Super Soldier guy? Like, they probably still know it's Master Chief. But I, I think Sonic, the character, has been able to survive the downturn in the games and the gaming part of the franchise where I, much better than what I think Master Chief has done with Halo. Especially with them introducing other Spartans so it's not just Master Chief anymore. Now it's just, it's almost becoming more, oh, I recognize a Spartan as that super soldier from Halo, rather than, oh, that is Master Chief. Now, that could change. Like, if Infinite had come out before we did this, and if that blew up, I, I'd, I'd be going, oh, Halo's back, baby. It's Halo. Easy. I, I would not. But I, I, I think I'm giving it to Sonic, and I can't fucking believe that. <laughs> and that is an unfortunate side effect of what Halo was supposed to be. Because Master Chief wasn't supposed to be iconic. I don't think. No. At least, you know, the armor was iconic. The idea of a Spartan was iconic. But Master Chief himself was built specifically to be a faceless, nameless protagonist. He he barely spoke, and what he did speak were one-liners. He was an action hero for a new generation. And it's only recently that they're actually trying to flesh him out and make him a character. Now, he is more so if you read the extended lore, but if you're going just by the games... I don't think Master Chief was ever supposed to be an icon. Oh, no. Well, I, well, I think the armor was, but the character, no. Right. Yes, like you outside said. Yeah. Of, outside of box art, Master Chief wasn't supposed to be anything more. Yeah. Yeah, you're just, you're the big, super strong guy who kills shit. And then, and then 343 took over, and they're like, what if we make him human? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, with mixed results. Very, very interesting concept. I love where they were going at the end of 4, and then 5 happened. Uh, but I, enough about that. What is your... Are, okay. are you going... Are you going to fight hard enough with me on mo- me moving Sonic forward <laughs> to say, no, it's actually Halo? I don't think so. Okay. I do want to say that we could have this conversation again next week and come out with a different This outcome. is a uh, last-second buzzer-beater win. Like, half-court heave either team. Like, it's just been back and forth the whole game. Whoever gets the ball last wins. Like, that's what this is. I, I, I think, depending on the day, the other one wins every single time. It's like 50-50. This matchup will probably be the hardest decision we make for the whole bracket. Probably. I don't know, though. There's one. The one at the bottom right is going to be hard for me, too. <laughs> okay, so we've got that, and we'll move on to the other side now. We have... Pokemon versus Doom. Which I fucking love that this is a matchup because talk about two completely opposite types of franchises and who their target audience is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. But, oh, see, I would have much rather, I should have, I should have fixed the books so that Halo got to go up against Doom and Pokemon got to go up against Sonic because then I could have had crushed your dreams with Pokemon. <laughs> Because that would have been so mean. I don't know how much we want to spend on this one, given the fact that I think we just talked about Halo and Sonic for like 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Um, no, I think this matchup is exactly like uh, Resident Evil and GTA. Yeah, it's like it. Doom tries to keep up, but Pokemon is a. As we've, we won't spoil where this is going to end up, but <laughs> I mean, Pikachu, man, like, yeah. No, it, it helps Pokemon against, at the very least, every single game that we currently have going into the Elite Eight. 
and every game we had in the Sweet 16, with the exception, with the notable exception of Sonic. Pokemon is one of the only multimedia franchises here. Yeah, well... No, surprisingly, no. A lot of them have TV shows. Uh, yeah, fair. Uh, a lot of I them mean, actually have TV shows. The Super Mario Brothers Super Show Pac- fades into obscurity. Pac-Man has a TV show. Fades into obscurity. Zelda had a... I'm not, I don't even want to say... I'm not finishing that sentence. I can't. Because <laughs> it did, like, but... Oh, Jesus. Resident Evil and Mortal Kombat had fairly successful movies. I mean, Pokemon's got... Literally everything. It has the most. Right. It, it it has hit more media fran- like sides of media than any anything in here. And I like, oh my god. I mean, it's got a goddamn manga for crying out loud. Right. Uh, TV, movies, manga, trading cards, along Clothing. with video games, <laughs> <laughs> VR. So um, yeah, Pokemon's gonna be hard to beat. And as influential as something like Doom was, uh, Doom guy is not more iconic than Pikachu. <laughs> Boy, would I like to see that tag team. <laughs> That's like the, wait, what was the thing that they they had care, like crossover in the newest Doom game? It was, oh, it was, uh, wasn't it, what's-her-face, the uh, the dog VTuber? Um, Corone, there was a, like a, a Corone Easter egg in, in the newest Doom game. Was there? I think so. I have not heard about this. I can't confirm. Or maybe, oh, I, that might not be it. But there was some, like, cutesy crossover. Maybe it's the bunny shit. Yeah, and that was not a crossover. That was just uh, I thought there was a, a f- weird character detail that I don't like. I thought there was a funny Easter egg. Uh, but whatever. I mean, Doom, yeah, it's it's come back into prominence, and I kind of love it. I've missed that kind of a shooter franchise. They modernized it perfectly. And still keep that old Doom feel. But. Absolutely. Again. This is. You know. Iconic franchises. So you're immediately going to. Who is the poster child. And like you said. Pikachu beats Doom Guy every single time. And it's not even really close. No. Not at all. So. Yeah. I think it's easy to move Pokemon on. Again. This one's not really close. It's not a Mario beatdown. But. I Pokemon's up by 10 most of the game. Doom might jack a three late final score like eighty two to seventy five. Then get shit on Doom. <laughs> so then Street Fighter versus Call of Duty. This one's kind of tough because I don't care enough about either one to have a strong opinion and f- like go yes I'm fighting for this one. Kind of same. I do. I I want to lean towards Street Fighter immediately, though. I do too because of the longevity factor comes into play big with this one. Like Street Fighter has been prominent since it came out, and it has. Like, granted, fighting games have kind of died down in the last decade, uh, and popularity or mass popularity. Uh, the fighting game community is strong as hell, and I'm not trying to insult that community because like. They have some dedicated people that are all about it. But, like, mass appeal fighting games are not where they used to be. Um, right. Call of Duty has taken up that mantle of the most popular game. But I don't know. Like, when you think of Call of Duty, what do you think of? Guns. Yeah, fast-paced action. There's nothing that's like, oh, yes. I th- it's like, oh, yeah, the, the most notable character is going to be Captain Price. Who's in four games, and there's a bajillion of them. Right, and when was the last game he was in? Well, he's actually in Modern Warfare, so the one that came out last <laughs> okay. year. But before that, right, he hadn't come out since like 2013. He hadn't been in one since like 2013. Here's my argument against Call of Duty, right? Uh, when it comes to being iconic, I think there needs to be a conversation about longevity of the franchise. And I think it's a bit cheating to say that Call of Duty has longevity because I think it's a little artificial where, you know, like you just pointed out, Captain Price is probably the most iconic character of the franchise. He's been in four games compared to how many Call of Duty games there are. There's been one a year since like 2008. Exactly. So (laughs) 
how iconic how iconic can you say Call of Duty is when the one of the only reasons it stays in the conversation is because Activision puts out a game every single year. Very true. That I mean that's that is the probably not it's not the only reason it's still relevant, but like they what they did is they've like okay, we got three developers in the loop. We're going to name all of these Call of Duty even though all three com- or all three make a completely different stylized game. And but they're all still called Call of Duty. Really they have three franchises, three different franchises that all play the same formula but all feel completely unique if, if you're playing them comparing them to other call of duty games yeah and that's not to say call of duty isn't iconic but i do wonder how it would fare as a franchise if it had the same release schedule as something like halo or something more similar to battlefield yeah yeah i i, I to i i i think the the thing that ultimately makes this one kind of not that hard is you can just say hadouken and everyone knows what that is. Right. You can't there's Whereas there's you, literally nothing say, like that for Call of Duty. If you say M16 <laughs> or uh remember no Russian. That people are going, "Oh right. shit, that, what?" That would be the thing, right? That or uh the the Chernobyl mission from Call of Duty Modern Warfare for, or Call of Duty 4 right. Modern Warfare where he's like x amount of people used to live here. Now it's a ghost town. Those are the only two quotes that people would think of. Certainly iconic moments or, that would live in the Hall of Fame. The numbers, Mason. <laughs> oh, God. I, I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody knows that's Call of Duty if you don't know it's Call of Duty. Yeah. So. Whereas Hadouken can only be Ryu. Yeah. And how could anyone forget Chun-Li? Me. Especially, again, <laughs> we're like Street Fighter... You know, again, not on the level of Pokemon, but Street Fighter is a multimedia franchise with, uh, you know, not successful movies, but more than one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking at the time. We're moving on because okay. we still have two more and then four more. Ah, we're like halfway through. Ah. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> actually, I don't think the, the Elite Eight ones are going to be as difficult as these Sweet 16 ones looking at it, Hopefully but not. we'll see. So next one. All right, so Street Fighter goes forward, and now we have Zelda versus Pac-Man. I, uh, I thought this, this one's an oof. Th- I thought this one would be hard, but then I don't. Th- we we moved it on, being like Pac-Man itself, the character, ex- goes beyond like what it should. <laughs> I don't think it can. That is big enough of a cultural impact to beat Zelda. You don't think so? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just ugh, fuck. I don't know. Just because of Zelda's reach with how many games it has, shit. I don't know because it's a Western audience. So I mean, you could honestly make an argument that Pac-Man's more iconic than Zelda. Now that I think, shit. Oh God, hell. <laughs> I told you I wasn't looking forward to the right half of this bracket, even though two of them, yeah. were, two of them were easy. Ish. Like, so Pac-Man is a very simple product, right? Even with newly released Pac-Mans, the game never changes. So what do you have with Pac-Man? You've got the character, you've got the ghosts, and you've the, got the map, and the sound you have effect. the intro song at most, and, and then you have the sound effects. Yeah. So those simple two-dimensional products, do they stack up against... Link and Zelda, the Master Sword, the fairies. Yeah, th- no, it doesn't. You said the Master Sword, and that's it. Uh, it's Zelda because honestly, the Sword and Shield is more iconic than Link, in my opinion. I could agree because Link changes all the time in his appearance. He doesn't have a one appearance that is the same throughout all of the games, as you probably wouldn't. I mean, like Master Chief changes, but. Some of them well, are also the the links are actually different people. Yeah, so. and the dra- drastically different. And but the the sword and shield is fucking iconic. The is it the Triforce symbol is? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I actually completely forgot about the Triforce. I, I can't give it to Pac Man with those three things. I can't because yeah because people will see those. They might not know exactly that it's Zelda, but they've seen that before, and they're like, I think I know what that's from. That's that Link guy. 
Or no, they would call it Zelda. They would call him yeah, Zelda. Yeah, they would call it Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so so yeah, I I think we can agree. Zelda goes forward. We we then. went too in depth on Pac Man previously that I don't want to re go into that. But I, yeah, from what I just said, I I have to go Zelda. Moving on. All right, so then World of Warcraft versus Minecraft. I don't know. Yeah. This one's harder to me than Sonic and Halo because <laughs> I I I haven't played uh, granted I have played very little of either. I mean, I've recently got into Minecraft and went hard into Minecraft. MMOs aren't really my thing, so I've played a little bit of WoW but couldn't get into it. But I mean, you have the game that ran the aughts and the 2000s and then the game that ran the 2010s. Like we have the two decade behemoths facing off against each other of the twentieth twenty first century. I, yeah, um, I honestly I think it's pretty handedly Minecraft. Yeah, I, I was saying with that said, because of what Minecraft was able to do from a um merchandise side of things with uh toys mainly toys, I, its cultural impact on an entire generation. I think is stronger because fucking everybody played Minecraft. Like I I say, I just recently got into Minecraft, but I still like had stints when we, we would play a little bit in, in, um, in middle school, we'd play some, I didn't get into it as much as some of you guys did, but like I've played it, you know what Minecraft did basically for let's play channels on YouTube and beyond is I don't think the impact of that can be quantified really. Yeah, uh, like you said, I think it's a question of accessibility. Mm, I yeah. think, you know, WoW at the top of its game certainly was a juggernaut, but it's a juggernaut within its own industry. And that's not even video oh, games, right, but right. MMOs specifically. I, I feel like World of Warcraft is in a similar position to Call of Duty, where the most iconic thing about it is how well it did its own genre and the name. Yeah. Whereas Minecraft, you've got a unique art style. You have Steve, you've got pickaxes, and the creeper. Yeah. And the zombie. All the mobs. All those original mobs are very iconic. And the Minecraft sheep. I I guess if you wanted to open it up more, you could say it's just... I think I said this last week. You could open it up to just Warcraft. But even then, isn't Warcraft like an RTS? Yeah. So... And it's got characters. It has real lore behind it. Yeah. But Man on the Street is not going to be able to tell you a single World of Warcraft character's name. Not a one. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's just, oh, God, when I when I read that one, it's like, ah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, on the surface, it's 100% hard. Because, I mean, again, they're both incredible juggernauts. And World of Warcraft did a fucking lot for the video game industry. But yeah, the, if you if you get down to the nitty gritty of what makes it iconic, it's not really close. It's not that that's not nearly as close as just saying the names makes it seem. See, I almost did it. I almost did it. <laughs> so we moving Minecraft on. I think so. Okay, now the games that are I think one of them is currently going on right now, but it's time for the <laughs> Elite Eight. Okay, so we can knock this first one out immediately. It's, We've talked yeah. enough about GTA. But it still can't beat Mario. I don't know. I'll spoiler it since it's going into the final four. I don't know how Mario's losing, but I will make an argument at some point and you'll see what it is. Right. Yeah, I, I do think it's kind of funny. We haven't had to say a single fucking thing about Mario yet. Or really Pokemon. Spoiler. That's probably going to be the final. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we've talked certainly enough about GTA. Can't beat Mario. <laughs> I hear right. We haven't said anything about Mario. <laughs> it's going to all come out in the final, and then it's going to just be like, here's the reasons why it shouldn't lose. And then I'll be like, well, fuck. Okay, yeah. We just spent 30 <laughs> minutes talking about how iconic of a franchise Mario is. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, right. Mario's into the final four. No so surprise. This next, one, this next one's interesting to me. Tetris versus Sonic. Yeah. And I mean, we've kind of gone. I don't want to spend a. Like, there's specific things we'll need to get down to the nitty gritty on this one because we've talked a lot about these two as well already. 
Um, I uh, on face value, I as I'm kind of surprised on this. I lean Tetris, but mm-hmm. I can be convinced on this one, which is why Sonic will probably end up moving on. Actually, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna flip the whole script because I want Mario to have to go up against Sonic. <laughs> Not that it will change anything what ends up happening, but I think that's funny for video game posterity's sake. You're right. Um, I do want to say that, uh, you know, Tetris being the game that it is, I think you can break it down in a similar way that I did Pac-Man, where uh, its pieces are very iconic, but what are its pieces? Tetris, you've got the Tetriminos and the classic Tetris song. Oh, bro, but that classic song slaps so hard. Right, and everyone would recognize it as Tetris. Not a single person who has had a passing experience with Tetris wouldn't be able to recognize that song. Yeah. At worst, any, at worst you're going, Oh, I've heard that. What is that from? Oh God. And then when you hear what it's from, you go, Oh fuck shit. Damn it. I knew that. Right. And you know, any copycat game that has four blocks together that you're playing Tetris, it's like, Oh, it's Tetris. Yeah. I mean, Um, not to mention the number of spinoffs in games like Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh my God. Stop. No. Chris. But do do those two singular pieces match up against Sonic? Are those two pieces strong enough to beat Sonic's character design, its sound design, and its console selling success? It might for, be for the right I'm not, person. I'm not trying to stack it. It might be for the right per- for certain certain groups of people. Yes, this is one kind of like to me that's like kind of like Halo and Sonic. Where it's kind of depending on who the person is. Um, honestly, this is one where I might, I, I'd be curious to just like ask my family. I'm like, okay, do you know anything about Tetris or Sonic? Like, if I showed you, pic- like, I, without showing you a picture, what is Tetris? What is Sonic? Could you tell me? Because I think that would be the deciding factor for me is if like my parents could tell me anything about them. Knowing my parents, they don't object shit about video games. So they probably don't even know either. And I'd be like, well, great, thanks. You were a lot of help. Um, <laughs> right. And in that regard, the simplistic nature of Tetris certainly helps it to be recognized because all you need to do is put the four blocks together. And it's like, oh, it's Tetris. Yeah. But if you ask them, like, what's Sonic? Like, oh, it's the blue guy. Yeah. I just don't want to give you the satisfaction of having Sonic in the final four. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I, as I already said, I, I, I just want to have to have you pick Mario over Sonic. So I say we just move Sonic on. <laughs> you're, you're a cruel man, Hayden. Yes. Yes, I am. I, I right. realized in the, the Elite Eight games, I stopped with the, I actually just kind of stopped with the basketball motif, but, but well, I'm trying to say, <laughs> I'm trying to save time at this point, even though we only, right. have, we only have two more and we're going to, we're going to actually come out right on time, I think. All right. So yeah, again, we, we could have this conversation more in depth. At a, at a later time, and we might come up with a different winner. But yeah. for now, uh, Sonic will beat Tetris. Wild. Uh, Pokemon versus Street Fighter. It's is Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, we're basically just saving it so that the the final is just gonna be us gushing about Mario and Pokemon. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's Pokemon. Pikachu's just too goddamn cute. <laughs> And so then the last one, which, well, okay, we only have we only have two one seeds in right now, and I think it's Minecraft. Interesting. I I mean I don't know if I disagree because everything, everything I said about like the Master Sword, the is it the Master Shield? What's a shield called? Uh, I think it's just the Hylian Shield. The 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 shield, the the Master Sword. Yes, but that's like, I thought that was enough to beat Pac-Man because Pac-Man was a like basically singular character and the other things that you mentioned, but they just really had to, those, those few things had to really just beat Pac-Man and you, and I think it moves it on. As we mentioned against, in the last round, Minecraft's got so many goddamn iconic just things. I mean, I think everything from base Minecraft has essentially become super iconic. Like, like you said, Steve. The the pickaxe, the just a dirt block from that damn game, and like mm-hmm. the sheep, I think is probably the most iconic animal. I think, 
Um, Are all of those more powerful than the Triforce in its own simplicity? I don't like having to say yes to that, but because of what it did from, again, the merchandise side, yes. I think it is. Yeah, and I I think I could agree. Um, This one's hard. It, <laughs> it does kind of suck to not see Zelda in the Final Four, but I think an Elite Eight finish is certainly respectable. I mean, if we're going longevity, like longevity points obviously go to Zelda, but I think just the impact that Minecraft has made, has it been out like 15 years now? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I mean, so. Just, how it just came on and it came on hard. And granted, you could argue in the last couple of years it had fallen off a little bit, but it's already it was only out of the limelight for like two or three years, it seems it feels like, and now it's back again and everyone's like, Oh yeah, Minecraft. People are playing it again and there's they're gonna have another crazy update coming out. And as we said too, it's like the most approachable game left on this list. Mm-hmm. Like anybody can play pick it up. I've been talking to some friends who like don't play video games at all. And they were like, yeah, I, I've jumped into Minecraft. I know what you do in it. It's fun to just kind of screw around in there for a little bit. This is a person who's like not played any other video games, but they played Minecraft. And I'm like, shit. Yeah. Um, what we're looking at here to craft a metaphor for you specifically. Okay. I feel like Minecraft is Dragon Ball Z to Zelda's Full Metal Alchemist. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Everybody knows it versus Full Metal Alchemist is by far better. If but... you dip your toe into the pool that Minecraft comes from, you know Zelda. But if you stay on the shore, you know Minecraft. Yeah. It's it's neck and neck. It is close. But I, I, I'm, I'm still, unless you have a stronger argument for me, I'm going Minecraft. I don't think I do. Okay. I can't wait. So, it might be see. a recency bias, but I think we're going to put Minecraft forward. Yeah, I, if, if we had, if we had a bigger audience, share the, share the podcast, uh, boy, would we <laughs> piss people off with that. Yeah, probably. Uh, so yeah, uh, we are looking at for next week, we will do our final four and then our top two. So right now we are going to have Mario versus Sonic. And then on the other side, Pokemon versus Minecraft. And honestly, I don't think the final four matches are going to be, but they're not hard for me. (laughs) Shit. We could just do it now, but we're not because we're, I am going to fight you. What? No. On what? The, on Mario versus Sonic? I gotta. I oh have to. Oh my god. Get the fuck. I, I have to. You're gonna make us do our Mar- make me do the Mario spiel in the final four instead of the championship? Oh, get get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. It's gonna be a hard one. It's gonna, No, it's, it's not. It's not even heart. close, it's, dude. Well, I mean, not in the conversation. It's gonna be hard for me. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, it's gonna hurt me. <laughs> This is this is why I was like, yes, I'll let Sonic beat Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> I will allow this to happen. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so uh, the these last two rounds definitely will not take as long as the the uh, the first two did, the first four. Uh, so we'll probably actually do some news next week. Yeah, we'll have something else to talk about. We might give some first impressions on uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I know I still have to watch the second episode. Uh. But I'll make sure to be caught up before that if we want to give some quick... I, that's only six episodes, though, so I don't know if we'll want to... Yeah, we, we might wait on that. Okay. Um, but there's definitely been some news that's happened in the last two weeks now that we will have to go over. Some interesting stuff that I can't... Some of it I want to talk about. So, yeah. We can get to so, that. Yeah, Hopefully you're week. still enjoying this departure from our normal style. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, this week's was a lot better because it was a lot tougher matchups, um, and it's fun to. I got better in, at anal and and analyzing stuff. Um, that still wasn't a word. Yeah, but. I know. I was gonna say analyzing, but then I said, you know what? Just stick with the bit and say <laughs> analyzing. <laughs> Okay, are we done? <laughs> yeah, I think we're done. So, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. If you're listening literally anywhere else, recommend to a friend. 
Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Obsession underscore pod. And hopefully you will come back next week for the capstone of our most iconic video game bracket. And Because we, we haven't spoiled it at all about what the final is going to be. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>